0: Hi, it's David Poland with the hot button number 23, 21 weeks to Oscar and the final five. We're getting down to it. There are just five awards consequential movies left to be seen rolling out fast now. Being the Ricardos, Don't Look Up, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story. Those are from Amazon, Netflix, MGM, Disney Searchlight, and Disney Fox. The problem is two or three of the five could end up with giant footprints in the Oscar season. The other problem is no one knows which two or three those are. But wait, There's more. Getting to five, excuse me, getting to 10 Best Picture nominees this year feels like it's going to be work, and that is the rule this year. They're going to 10 flat no matter what. There are also a lot of good movies out there, but in the hard reality of voters actually connecting with the work, the only group that seems clear on the frontrunners are media, <laughs> which aren't really thinking too hard. Uh, for Best Picture, I'm going to lay out the predictions in A, B, and C groups, I expect the A-list to be nominated. I think the B-list is not unrealistic, but could get knocked off the perch pretty easily. And the C-list is there to join if the, on the perch if something falls. I don't believe Academy members tend to vote and pick and choose movies with a purpose of spreading out the love. Commercial, challenging, important. I believe they pick what they really like, usually. And in a season this thin on movies and intense convictions, almost anything could happen. But almost always it turns out to be less unexpected and adventurous than it seems would be most exciting. So, we shall see. Here is my current guests, alphabetical and grouped, A-list, Belfast, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. My B-list is Don't Look Up, The French Dispatch, House of Gucci, Nightmare Alley, and Spencer. And that C-list is Being the Ricardos, Come On, Come On, Coda, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Tragedy of Macbeth. If you look at the B-list, a, a movie like Nightmare Alley and Don't Look Up would seem less likely in most years because they're more commercial than awardsy. Spencer is a piece of high art. The French Dispatch and House of Gucci are from great celebrated directors who did not deliver the most accessible films this year. But whatever it may be, though that's the current list I have, and I, I'm pretty sure that we will find all ten of those movies in that list. In uh, Best Actress, Kristen Stewart will be nominated for Spencer, she won't win. Uh, Lady Gaga will be nominated for House of Gucci. She might win. Everything else, everyone else, at least, is a toss-up or one of the unseen movies. Jessica Chastain is always great, but no one really loved The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Penelope Cruz has been out of the game for a while, and Parallel Mothers doesn't seem to be one of Almodovar's most loved films. Have they had enough of Frances McDormand? Maybe. Jennifer Hudson can sing, but she still can't really act. Coda hasn't really taken much of a grip. Olivia Coleman's always wonderful, but Netflix is kind of sitting on The Lost Daughter like an egg that won't hatch. I think Tessa Thompson would be, have a shot for passing if the film was being sold like she did. My, the final five people are, are the groups. People are wondering why Nicole Kidman isn't much seen in being the Ricardo's trailer and why Amazon is doing a week in theaters before going to the stream. Alana Haim is an acting unknown, and will they run her in supporting instead? Don't know. Rachel Ziegler has a lot to carry if she's going to be nominated for the ingenue role uh, in West Side Story. Maria is a tough one. Jennifer Lawrence returns in Don't Look Up, but Netflix is being awfully precious about the film so far and never bet against Cape Blanchett, who's in Nightmare Alley, and could run lead for that. My current guess of the five nominees, alphabetical order... Kate Blanchett, Lady Gaga, Alana Haim, Nicole Kidman, and Kristen Stewart. In Best Actor, Will Smith and Benedict Cumberbatch will be nominated, and either could end up winning. After that, same as the ladies. Question marks. Denzel's Denzel, but Macbeth is Macbeth. Peter Dinklage's perfection is Cyrano, but the movie doesn't quite work. Joaquin Phoenix is in the pocket and Come On, Come On, but it's not an asking-for-it role, and he won't be out there asking for it. Clifton Collins Jr. is great in Jockey, but does Apple really know how to do this? And Adam Driver, unfortunately, is the weakest part of the House of Gucci cast. In those final five movies, there's Javier Bardem, who's always compelling. I can't wait to be surprised by his work in Being the Ricardos. Leo doing comedy in a drama works a lot better than Leo doing comedy. Cooper Hoffman is Phil Hoffman's son, and who knows? I guess we'll see in Licorice Pizza. Bradley Cooper is great but is this the role to get another nomination? And so Elgort getting nominated might be the worst thing that happened to West Side Story's chances in Oscars overall. There's a bit of a backstory there that's going to become problematic. So, hmm, don't know. My current guests, alphabetical order, Benedict Cumberbatch, Peter Dinklage, Cooper Hoffman, Will Smith, and Denzel Washington. In Best Supporting Actor, Jared Leto in House of Gucci is the only sure nominee and the closest thing we have to a front runner in any of these categories Other potential nominees are paired, surprisingly. Belfast, the kid lead of the movie, Jude Hill, and his grandfather, Kieran Hines. In The French Dispatch, in a movie of moments, Jeffrey Wright as a version of James Baldwin. And Benicio Del Toro, in all his grunting glory, as a prisoner artist. In House of Gucci, Al Pacino as Aldo, could join Lito, who plays his son In Power of the Dog, Jesse Plemons and Cody Smith-McPhee could come along with the film. The final five movies that are coming out, no idea whether J.K. Simmons has a big speech as Bill Frawley or Fred that can make him one of the, one of our favorite actors into a nominee. Mark Rylance can shine in a big comedy that doesn't otherwise hit it out of the park. So maybe he could be there with Jonah Hill maybe also as in Don't Look Up. Uh, don't want to mess with that. Uh, do Bradley Cooper or Sean Penn get enough to do to get nominated for Liquor's Pizza? And of course in Nightmare Alley, Defoe is Defoe. Always with a defo- never bet against the foe. Another one, even though he doesn't always get nominated, but we all love him. My, or at least I do. Every I know a lot of people who do. Anyway, my current guests, Alphabetic order: Jared Leto, someone liquor, someone either Cooper or Penn, Mark Rylance, Cody Smith McPhee, and Jeffrey Wright. In really, what is an amazing performance in *The French Dispatch*? Best Supporting Actress. This may be the most competitive category this year. Also, the hardest to lock down. I really don't believe there's a sure bet for a nomination even in this category. The closest is probably Catriona Belf in Belfast. Coming in close behind that is Kirsten Dunst in Power of the Dog, which is really kind of a lead performance. And after that, hold on to your hat. Ingenue Ellis has a lot of love for King Richard coming as the queen. Uh, Ruth Negga is loved in town and brings a lot of power to passing, though they still have a lot of selling to do. Judy Dench doesn't have a lot to do in Belfast, but she has a few moments and watching that aging face in beautiful black and white is compelling and there ain't nothing like a dame. Sally Hawkins is the best thing in Spencer, but will enough people notice? Sally's a really lovely person, but not an aggressive campaigner. Marley Maitland as is Marley Maitland. And maybe that's enough of a hook to get her in for a solid if unspectacular performance in Coda, a very special film. I'd love to see nominations for Gabby Hoffman in Come On, Come On, Diana Rigg for her final performance in Last Night in Soho and Alicia Vikander in Blue Bayou. Returning to the screen with all that technical skill, Alicia, that is, that she's always displayed, but a new level of relaxation that can make her a much bigger star in the years to come. Amongst the final five films, Ariana DuBois is in the ultimate awards role of Anita in West Side Story. It's a big, fat softball across the middle of the plate for an extremely talented actress. Of course, there is already an Oscar winner for Anita, Rita Moreno, who fills the reconsidered doc role in West Side Story, so there's always that possibility. Kate Blanchett is in two supporting roles that combine gold, Nightmare Alley and Don't Look Up. I've already predicted she might get nominated for lead in Nightmare Alley, so she could go either go both ways or neither way, or supporting for Nightmare or, 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 or whatever. And, of course, Never Sleep on Meryl Streep, who is supporting in Don't Look Up. I'd also love to see, like, Alia Shawcat. Uh, do have enough to do as an I Love Lucy writer Madeline, uh, Madeline Pugh in uh, Being the Ricardos to get a nomination. She is really well-loved amongst Hollywood's younger set. She's one of those people that is just too hip for the room, or just hip enough for the room. It'd be a surprise for her to get nominated, but it would be a nice one. My current guests in alphabetical order, Catrona Belf, Ariana DuBois, Judy Dench, Kirsten Dunst, and Anjanu Ellis. And with that, my friends, have a lovely weekend And get yourself out to go to the movies, whether it's a screening or a theatrical performance. And God knows if you have to watch on TV, you can watch on TV. But really, try to get out to the movies. And until Monday...